So uh, I have to fess up. I recorded this way over a month ago and started to get it done and then got interrupted and then got lost and now I'm back to it. This is a random conversation with two not so random people, um, really excellent friends of mine named Lydia and Virginia who occasionally come over to eat, drink beer and play games and visit. And what the heck, why not an opportunity to get to know them a little bit and here we go. Can I ask your first name? My name is Virginia. And do I have your permission to have you on my podcast? Yes, you do. And can I ask your first name? It's Lydia. And do I have your permission to have you on my podcast? Yes. Cool. Thank you very much. Yay. So uh, what a lot of people will should know is that Virginia and Lydia are like old friends of mine. So how do we know each other? We went to grad school together 10 years ago. 12 years ago. <laughs> wow. That went fast. In any minute now, we'll be at 14. So... So the fact is, I have to fess up, is they both graduated. I did not. I ended up not finishing my degree, which is very sad. But otherwise, I met really cool people I'm still friends with. I learned a lot. It was a great experience. I give grad school a thumbs up. Uh, so what did you get a degree in? Uh, a master's in information studies. Same thing, because we were all in the same program. <laughs> I know, it was a trick question. Where did you do your undergraduate? The University of Texas at San Antonio. Woohoo! And you have you have multiple degrees though, right? Yes, um, I did my first degree, uh, first master's degree in medieval studies at the University of Oxford in England. And, and do, how often do you use your medieval studies degree? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Money well spent, people. No no. no, no, she uses it to take me on vacation and it's tell true. me about all that the old true. things. Oh, okay. Is, true. is it true? Do you really do that? Yeah, we're going to England this summer in May for two weeks, and Virginia told me, I want to see old stuff, <laughs> and I said, I got you. <laughs> when you say old stuff, what do you mean by old stuff? I mean things that when I see them or I'm allowed to touch them, the cosmic scale of the lifetime of all of humanity sort of eclipses my entire being and makes me feel much smaller. That was an unexpected answer. <laughs> Virginia likes to go on vacation and have an existential crisis. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that this is about, because it's all called ATX People, you live in Austin. Yeah? So you're, are you Austin natives? I'm not an Austin native. I am actually from the Texas Panhandle. Uh, so if you go two hours north of Amarillo, you'll almost get to where I used to live. Which is? Perryton, Texas. And does anybody out there know Parrington, Texas? Pause, pause, pause. Okay, first stop, had to look up Parrington. It is just a hair south of the Oklahoma border in the Texas Panhandle. It is about an eight-hour drive from Austin. It has a population of 8,802 people. And I kid you not, it is known as the Wheat Heart of the Nation. Yep, Wheat Heart. Not Sweetheart. Yep, you got it. Wheat Heart. Probably don't need to say that again. What about you? Are you a native uh, Austinite? I am not. Um, I am an army brat. My dad was in the uh, army when I was growing up. So I say that San Antonio is my hometown because I've lived there more than I've lived anywhere else, uh, but not consecutively. <laughs> okay, but not consecutively. So now are you a Texas native? I didn't quite... Where were you born? I was born in Germany because my parents were stationed in Germany when I was born. Since I had Google Maps open anyway, I typed in Germany and then I said directions from Germany to Austin, Texas. And it says, sorry, we could not calculate driving directions from Germany to Austin, Texas. 
I felt like that response was both useless and reasonable. So I decided to look up the miles from Germany to Austin, which is 5,323, which I divided by 70 miles an hour because I'm optimistic about how fast I would be able to drive. And the result was in a straight line, relatively 76 hours. Good to know. And uh, I noticed you have some tattoos, by the way. So how many tattoos do you have? Uh, I think I'm up to 11 now. Do you have any tattoos? I have two. Do you have, you have two. Yeah. All right, and are any of those tattoos that we can actually see? Yeah, there's one on my forearm here. What is that? This is the laurel for Sailor Jupiter, and it matches the sword on Lydia, which is the sword for Sailor Neptune. Uranus. Oh, uh, Sailor. Uranus, wait. I'm sorry. For Sailor, Sailor Uranus? Are they both sailors? For those playing at home asking, what is Sailor Moon? It's a Japanese manga series that then became an anime series. Did you get them at the exact same time? We did. And was it painful? Not really. No? Did you get them here in Austin? Yes. Yeah. Where did you go? We got them from um, a, an amazing artist named uh, Isabella who works at Problem Child Tattoo on Guadalupe. And is she still there? She is. Yes. It's a great building. The whole outside of it is purple with like hearts and stars on the outside of the building. It's fantastic, honestly. And the inside is neon pink. Problem Child is located at 34th and Guadalupe, which used to be the location of Amy's Ice Cream, an amazing local Austin business with really tasty ice cream and toppings that get mashed up together. I don't know if they did it first, but they do it really well. Hats off to Amy. So I looked up the Instagram and Twitter for Isabella, who goes by at Tats. She's definitely a serious artist. Check out her work. And no, I don't have any tattoos. So if you were going to get another tattoo, what would you get? That's a very good question. I've always wanted a fox, like, on my hip, but I don't know. Yeah? Um, I, so there's an artist in, in town that I love named Mr. Incognito, um, and he did a tattoo for me last year that's um, a ship on my hip, because my name is Lydia, and Lydia the Tattooed Lady is a song that I grew up with. Um, and one of the lines in it is Lydia the Tattoo Lady, uh, she has ships on her hips, uh, so that's what I did. No comment. Um, but my uh, next planned tattoo is, um, he does these amazing kind of wild, Texas native wildflower collages. So I'd like to have one of those because I am, even though I wasn't born in Texas, uh, my, all my family is native Texans, so I think I, I get a pass. Okay, so I have to ask you a quick question. Mexican? or barbecue, and this is a silly question for a vegetarian. It is, I prefer Mexican. Yeah, no no uh, tofu barbecue? Uh, there was actually a vegan barbecue truck in town for a long time, and it was very good, and then that jerk up and moved to California and took his food with him. Boo. Uh, boo, we wish him the best. What about you? Uh, I'm a fan of Mexican. Where's your favorite place to have Mexican food? Uh, La Hacienda de los Barrios in San Antonio. In San Antonio, uh, okay. Look, all right, I guess this is on me because I'm the one asking the questions, but you'd think people would help me out a little bit. It is called ATX people, not San Antonio people. Anyway. San Antonio Mexican is better than Austin Mexican because the further you are from the Mexican border, the worse the food gets. Ouch, man. All right, what have you, you Virginia, what's your favorite place to eat in Austin? 
Eat in Austin. Eat Mexican in Austin. Eat Mexican in Austin. Thank you. Got to be clear. I was gonna say, what was that? What was the place that we went for my birthday? They had mole, like three different kinds of mole. Oh man, the place was so good. Uh, her favorite place to eat Mexican is Ruins up in Dallas. It, yes. <laughs> The rare exception to the rule. The rare, the rare exception. exception. To the rule. So the rule already broken. Yes. Um, because well, and because there's also El Jarito in Houston, which is like the like if you want the spiciest red sauce you've ever experienced in your life, that will just like every mucous membrane in your skull starts to leak out. That's where you want to go. Um, but in Austin, best Mexican food we found is El Naranjo, uh, which is down south on the Mar. Okay, sweet. All right. Great mole. Hey, I really appreciate you guys making it easy. Let's see. Restaurant in San Antonio, restaurant in Dallas, restaurant in Houston. Finally, we get to an Austin restaurant that's amazing called El Naranjo. It's a couple, Eliana and Ernesto de la Vega. And I like this quote from Eliana. She says, if you talk to me about authenticity, I don't know what you mean. If you say tradition, then I am with you. Oh, yeah, and for those who are wondering, it is Oaxacan cuisine, which I love. Last question, because I happen to know that y'all are also gamers. What is your favorite game to play? Do you want tabletop or do you want video game? The energy and intensity of that response says everything about a true gamer. I'll take one of each. My favorite tabletop game is Betrayal at House on the Hill, and they just released a new edition of it, and it's really fantastic. Uh, and my favorite video games are forever and always Final Fantasy games. I just finished Crisis Core, and now we're on to replaying the Final Fantasy VII remake again. I played a lot of Blitzball. Oh my gosh. My, my oldest son, I think he played 400 hours of Final Fantasy. Was that 10? That was 10. Yeah, and yes, it's I've a probably, beautiful game. I've probably put in at least 400 hours on that one too. I won't lie. <laughs> For those of you who have never been sucked into a video game, 400 hours goes by quick, but in hindsight, oh my God, that's a lot of hours. And, and what about you? Favorite game? Tabletop and or video. I'm not that much of a tabletop gamer. Um, I will very happily spend an evening playing with friends, but I'm much more of a video game player and I'm really old. Um, and, and uh, so the perspective on what's really old, mm, 30s, I think. So, you know, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, sure. Um, no, but my favorite games are um, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. And this game that... I think I'm one of the only people who's ever heard of it. It's called The Last Express. The Last Express was released in 1997 for PC. That was a long time ago. It's basically set on uh, the Orient Express at the beginning of World War One, and it's like a kind of semi-supernatural thriller first-person game. Um, so I just want to say thank you both for taking the time to be interviewed and be on the podcast. And I really enjoyed it. You both were awesome. And uh, I'll probably get this edited in the next month or two because I'm doing about what a month right now. That so there you go. Cheers. Yay. That was so fun. Okay, so the format is meeting random people and having random conversations. I get it. But my friendship with Lydia and Virginia started out in grad school with a random conversation with two random people I didn't know. I went into my very first class, I sat down, and I struck up a chat with Virginia and Lydia, and we became friends, and still are. So, thanks to both of them for being on the podcast. I guess one of the big questions is, did anyone get inspired to go out and get their own Sailor Moon tattoo? 
I'm going to guess probably not. But who knows? I've got my next podcast in the can ready to edit, and I'm looking for my next conversation, period. Ha, Siri. Siri.